0: Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at NewworthLaw, N E U W I R T H L A W dot and by phone at 215 259 3687. So I was driving around a fair amount this weekend going to New York City and back from Philly, and you know, one of the most disturbing things. <laughs> that I see every day out on the roads, and, and even worse on the highways, is people texting. You see people doing 65 miles an hour in the right lane on you know with their heads looking down in their lap and you know they're texting. And there are other people who, you know, driving super, we had some guy driving like a super fancy like 2020 Mercedes supercar, to our left and he had his phone up on the steering wheel with his kid in the front passenger seat so look nobody likes to be told what to do or what not to do but you know the the biggest growth in my practice has been texting and driving accidents and there's just no real explanation for it a lot of people at depositions don't want to admit that they were texting and driving because you know it's illegal now and so on and so forth but yeah, the fact of the matter is it's broad most of these accidents are happen as follows, like it's broad daylight, someone's on their phone, they're not paying attention, and what happens? They slam into someone because the light turned red or someone had to make some unanticipated driving decision. And you can't figure that all out if you're looking down at your phone and you look up and you just don't have time to react. So I don't have a big solution for the problem, I really don't. I think the easiest solution I've come up with is, you know, putting two hands on the wheel. Um, but you know, that's just one solution. So if you really want to see horrible stuff, um, you can go to Joel Feldman, who's a Philadelphia lawyer, whose daughter was killed, uh, by a man who was fiddling with his GPS. He runs a, um, texting and driving, um, slideshow or PowerPoint. That you can see I believe at the uh, American Association for Justice website or maybe on Joel Feldman's um, you know page I'm not really sure but you know it's an awful presentation if you want to see some dramatic pictures you can go to my Facebook page there are pictures of texting and driving accidents that are you know sort of the aftermath of what happens to the vehicles It doesn't really even begin to approximate what happened to the person, Um, but there's some pretty bad, you know, wrecked cars, and you know they're mostly just people, younger people who are not experienced enough drivers. um, Oftentimes, just slamming into the back of people, or more often than not, running stop signs into oncoming traffic so whatever the case they're sort of semi-high speed collisions in the middle of the day you know back in you know five ten years ago maybe ten years ago we used to have drunk driving crashes but those were like mostly people were drunk and there was nighttime and it was harder to see and there was a whole bunch of other stuff going on these texting and driving crashes are just you know broad daylight high speed disasters so um, you know if you're in one of these crashes give me a call if you're the victim and you know let me know what happened it's they're pretty straightforward the insurance companies understand that there's really no defense to them and um you know the interesting thing is from a proof perspective we can order the verizon records or the att records but a lot of times those don't show exactly what you think they're going to show that you were you know on the telephone at that moment. They have to show you were texting a lot in the minutes before that. We have to sort of work back and prove that. But um, they don't show exactly what you were doing at the moment you were on the phone. So it's one of those things where you have to kind of understand that, um, you know, there's really no excuse for what happens in a texting and driving situation. You know, whoever's doing the driving is you know, whether they admit it or not, they're texting. <laughs> um, or, you know, worse still, they're on their, you know, they're on Facebook or something stupid. Um, you know, but I, I guess, look, the moral of the story is this. Try and avoid it and try and keep people you're driving with from doing it. Um, it's distracted driving. You know, I have, my wife has a new car and it's got all these fancy touch controls, but in order to touch something on the screen, you got to look away from the road and touch it. And I really think that it kind of promotes danger and distractedness, but that's just me and my sort of hypersensitivity to it. But the bottom line is if you can keep two hands on the wheel, great. If you you have something that can't wait, you know, you can do a hands-free phone call. They're not great. It's still distracted, but look, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But there's really no reason to be you know, texting while you're driving. Um you know, this just I don't know. I went through a period where I didn't use my phone at all. I just put my phone in the back seat and you know, I really didn't miss anything. I you know and I run a business and uh have a family and kids and this, that, and the other thing. You just you don't miss that much. So try and avoid it. It's that's the best way I can say it is it's not Good or safe. That doesn't mean you can protect yourself from other people texting and driving, but um, you know we need to get to a place where it's kind of socially unacceptable to be, um, you know, have your head in your lap while you're driving. All right. Anyway, that's enough for today. My name's Andrew Newworth, and this is Ask Andy. I hold people accountable.